everyone, we're back with another episode of What's the Hype? Recording this Friday morning, March 1st. It's been a active and busy morning for Adam and his cell phone with Vortes. Hyperion has broke the internet. We have broke the internet, folks. Uh, we do apologize for the inconvenience Fortis uh, caused this morning. Their server went down across the country, so I'm sure there was a lot of other unhappy people at other clubs trying to make tea time. So... Uh, we're getting the T-sheet back up and running. Uh, we sent out a communication this morning, but again, apologize for the inconvenience. Nothing we could do. Of course, it's kind of fitting. It's the first day you can make tea times of the 2024 season, so we're off to a hot start, Adam. <laughs> can only can, we can only go up. We'll start can at the bottom. We can only go up. Can only go up. So, speaking of opening the golf course 2024 season, we are excited to open the course next week, Tuesday, March 5th. Uh, Jim and Adam are here. We're going to kind of talk about a few things when it comes to opening, touch on the range, touch on the carts, and uh, anything else we get going on today. So, uh, Jim, why don't you talk a little bit about what does it take, what does it look like, what are the things you're doing to open the golf course? You know, you did a few different things this year. We only covered four greens, brought some staff back early. So I'll give you the floor now that we're done talking about Fortis. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um yeah, so it, it's a little bit different this year because we used our greens covers to uh, cover up the, uh, the the new practice tees, and those are still covered. Um, typically, what does it take to um, open a golf course? Well, we like to see the frost out of the ground, but this year the ground really never even froze. Um, so that's that's odd, and we're so warm in February, even, even more odd. Um, and so we're ultimately looking at um, – any snow cover, moisture in the ground, that sort of stuff. Um, we're pretty dry. Thankfully, we had that uh, nice snow cover when it was really, really cold in January. Um, yeah, since then, we firmed up nicely. We've already been out um, with the sweeper cleaning up the property. Uh, the guys have mowed the fairways and the tees already um, just to clean those up. And uh, a few of the seasonal staff, as Evan alluded to, have been back this week um, checking bunker sand depth, making sure that our sand is evenly distributed through the bunkers. Um, yeah, we'll be ready for Tuesday. Uh, we're pulling what covers we do have off today, and uh, we'll be putting a roll on the greens to kind of smooth those out. And, uh, yeah, getting ready to change cups out and put flags out and tee markers and all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's a very strange year. Um, you know, it's early. We like to see a little bit more growth than this normally, um, which um, we want to be able to recover from ball marks, divots, those sorts of things. So that's going to be a while yet, and that's part of the reason we have the tee sheet and the tee times set up the way we do. Um, we're le releasing those at 10 a.m. That'll help out with probably pretty frequent frost delays as well as limit the amount of play um, to a certain extent. So. We're happy to be open. That's a big a big deal for us. Um, and ultimately, the weather will kind of um, dictate how much play we get. If it's not that nice, people just, uh, for the most part, won't be out here in, in big numbers. So so you mentioned the tee sheet. So we're going to start at 10 a.m. probably for the whole month of March, you think? Just uh, depends probably. on weather? Yeah, it depends on ultimately what the weather's doing. It's, it's hard to make a lot of... Um, adjustments on the fly because the tee sheet is um, basically a week out right Adam yep during the week weekdays it's a week out and 
I won't bash the weathermen. We all like to do that, but it's it's hard for those folks to, to be all that accurate a week out. So, um, yeah, it'll probably be 10 o'clock through March. Okay. In general. So you've been in this industry a long time. Is this probably the most unusual winter you've seen? Um, yeah. We were so extremely dry and mild in December. And really, it was, I mean, winter was January, and that was pretty much it. About um, 10 days, right? seemed like. Um, all the snow came at once, and then it got really, really cold all at once. And since then, it, we, you know, melted all that snow already in January. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's odd. Yeah. So with that good weather, we were able to accomplish quite a few projects, both on the golf course as well as over at the driving range. But the one big project we were able to accomplish is number eight, the pond restoration. That project's been on the list for a long, long time, and got that done. I know you've got uh, some work to do. I know our contractor will be back to work on the, the backside of the dam. Uh, but just touch on what that looks like. I know we got some seeding, some sodding uh, to make that uh, look real nice for the members. Yeah, so I've been in touch with them. I think the the sludge has dewatered or firmed up dried up enough so that uh, we can probably begin kind of spreading that out and burying it on the back side of the dam so the back side will have a little bit different grade a little bit different shape in the future um, we want to get a bulldozer back in to do that uh, once we get that done we'll reseed that into like a, a blue stem type of, of uh, prairie grass will we'll be the look there again um, and then once the dozer gets in and back out again we will um, focus our efforts on making the, the pond surrounds look nice with seed and sod and those sorts of things. Um, it'll just depend on, um, you know, how soon we're able to do that, whether that'll be sodded or seeded. But, yeah, looking yeah, forward to having that's really going to look nice once it's all said and done, once everything's grown in. It's going to change the look a lot. It really will. So, And you'll be able to maintain that. I know uh, in years past the cattails just we couldn't maintain it. So we'll be treating that on a yearly basis to make sure that those cattails don't come back and that it remains looking the way it does. So look forward to that. So improvements over at the range, uh, again, taking advantage of that nice late fall, early winter we had. Uh, you did a short video over there with the new target areas. And, you know, we are opening the golf course next Tuesday, but the range will not open with the golf course. So uh, we've got some improvements that we still need to finish up. One big thing is, is water. Uh, we need water over there, which that'll happen here maybe as early as next week uh, with, with what Jim's uh, got planned. So, Jim, can you explain to us, you know, with Carmel Hyperion moving the pump house, you know, what, is that, what does that look like for the range and what you want to do with those new target areas? Yeah, so we were really blessed that December was as mild as, as it was. Um, so our, our old pump house sat where the road is now, so that had to be moved. And obviously all the uh, utilities and infrastructure has to move with it. So last December they were able to bring our water line from the city water main all the way over to the new pump station. Uh, they've already put in the, the underground um, electric conduit. So essentially once MidAmerican mobilizes and moves our, um, our power lines, they'll be buried now under the road. Once that's um, done, we'll be ready to get that thing fired up. Um, live old irrigation is over there as we speak, um, installing the pump. Um, backflow prevention services of Iowa will be in next week, installing our backflow preventer. And we'll be able to turn on the water to that pump station, hopefully by the end of next week. 
And uh, I just heard today that the uh, liable irrigation, a different um, uh, division of that company, will be coming in to put our main line back in. So we have to hook the um, pump station back up to the existing irrigation. So those things are all happening soon, which is good because we've got this mild weather. Um, the next step will be getting um, sod installed on our target greens. So right now we've got target greens that are nice, neat mounds of dirt, um, which so long as it's nice and dry, the ball would probably bounce off of that. But the minute we get any sort of moisture, <laughs> the golf balls, Adam's brand new golf balls, would sink two or three inches into the ground. So um, as soon as we're able to get sod installed, um, we should be able to water it. And uh, I'm anticipating that most of those sod companies will be mobilizing early as well because you've got all of the, uh, you know, housing contractors. The demand's going to be there, and I would think that they'll, they'll meet that demand sooner rather than later. But uh, there's a few of those things, obviously, that are out of our control. Um, so we're, we're kind of at the mercy of, of availability of sod as well as the contractors to help us with the irrigation improvements. So it's going to be turf-type tall fescue sod. Um, should be a more vibrant green color when we get really, really hot and dry because we do have to buy all that water, so we try to be uh, frugal with it. Um, but it should give you that nice visual that you're after um, when you're over there practicing. So Good. Yeah, more updates to come as we progress through the, the improvements over there. Uh, our goal is to get the range open as soon as we can, uh, but we need to make sure that we have time. Obviously, sod is kind of the key thing here. So, Adam, why don't we swing things over to you talking about the range? We've got some improvements, too, uh, as well. as this. Yes. Uh, many of you know we had a existing artificial turf line there that was uh, probably below standard. Uh, you'll see a new one arriving here hopefully this week, uh, still or maybe even into next week. That installation will take two or three days. Uh, it's going to be a very great improvement to the driving range. Um, You'll be able to hit every single shot off the mat. The mat is padded and it's lined. Um, no longer will it feel like you're hitting off concrete. Um, the thing I like is you'll be able to stick a tee into anywhere into that turf and hit a driver off the mat so you don't have to leave the mat um, when we are going to be mats only. So there'll be 20 stations, I believe, fairway. There'll be a little bit of rough dividing each hitting spot so you can hit off the rough and, and do some other lies. Uh, but that's going to be a great improvement, um, and when we do go mats only, please adhere to the mats only. We're doing it for a reason. Uh, a big reason this year will be in order to get those West Tees up and running without doing a whole lot of damage to them If because we, uh, we want to protect that investment and, and make that look nice for, for years to come. Great. Yeah, I mean, that'll allow us to open the range. Uh, more often when we do get a lot of precipitation all the monday outings will be monday off outings, the yep. turf liner so be, that's a really nice capital improvement it's been on the, another thing on the list for a while and we we're able to get that done with the construction so we touched on the carts our new golf cart fleet in the uh the communication that went out on wednesday uh why don't we kind of further that discussion give the members a little more information on the process that we took with with yamaha and what we ran into uh, just with supply chain delays yeah, um, you know, so someone asked, how do you buy golf carts or how do you determine to, to lease the golf carts? And, and to Evan's point, uh, you know, in the past, it was always a year out. You'd start looking and, and doing stuff. Uh, this year, we started, or this 
we started this process 17 months ago. We got bids from all three companies. There's only three companies that do fleet carts. It's EasyGo, Yamaha, and Club Car. We got bids from all three. We sat down with all three and discussed all our options. Uh, we settled on Yamaha. We signed a deal with them about 15 months ago um, for a new fleet. Uh, cart will remain mostly the same. The same upgrades will all be on that cart. Uh, the cart cover, sand bottles, coolers, the bigger steering wheel. Uh, what will be new this year when we get the carts will be the uh, GPS screens or what they call Yamatrack. Um, so we, you'll have a GPS unit right there on your cart. Uh, so when you're 15 yards deep into the left woods on one, you'll still know kind of how far you are out. Um, but going through the project, hits over there. no one hits it over there. <laughs> uh, and yes, those carts with the GPS, we will have geofencing or, or not allowing you to drive your carts in certain areas. Uh, you know, it won't be anywhere near as bad as what everybody's thinking. We're just kind of asking common sense rules there. Uh, but the carts will tell you, hey, you're getting close to restricted area. Probably ought to get over to that cart path, um, something like that. Eventually, if you keep going forward, it will beep at you and then shut down. Uh, so you'll learn a lesson pretty quick. Uh, for those that have been members here long enough, essentially where Jim always had, you know, the cart signs pointing in a direction, that's kind of where we're looking. Uh, the neat thing with the system is you'll no longer see as many cart signs. You won't have to have things in your way or, you know, I would always say a line of cart signs doesn't look as good as we want that course to look, but we need them. The goal is to have it just be a, a cleaner presentation yep. and less obstacles or opportunities for a ball to be interrupted due to something silly like a, a stake or a block or a sign. Yep. And this will allow us, you know, on days where we get rain or we have certain areas of the golf course that we want to work on or we don't necessarily want you to be, we can turn those areas off, uh, give you instructions on that cart that tell you, hey, this area won't be, will be restricted today. Um, an even bigger thing for the pro shop, it'll have a pace of play indicator on that screen for you. So you'll know if you're ahead of pace, behind pace, where you are on the golf course, um, and we won't have to go out there and ranger. We'll be able to send you a message directly to your cart saying, hey, we noticed that you're five minutes behind, 10 minutes behind, whatever it is, please pick it up. So it'll be more of an automated ranger system, which will help us and kind of help everybody understand where they are supposed to be on that golf course. So that'll be neat. Um, you know, we did run into a problem a little bit, you know, with the Yamaha carts, with the supply chain. Uh, there was a little bit of a question as to when we were going to get them. Um, we still don't have a guaranteed date, but we're, we're back on track to have them in May, uh, hopefully, um, which is when we were supposed to receive them. Our lease is up after April. Um, so we are supposed to have the carts in May, hopefully. You know, there might be a small delay after that, but everything hopefully is back on track and we're looking good for spring and we'll have a brand new fleet of carts for everybody to enjoy. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. I know Jim and his team serviced all 66 carts. Got those uh, in the best shape that we can get them in. Those carts have over 100,000 rounds, so we're definitely looking forward to the new fleet, which uh, which will hopefully be here in May. So uh, we have been told a lot later. Uh, to be honest, we were real concerned, <laughs> really concerned, really concerned. Say. So yeah. uh, we got some better news a couple weeks ago after the PGA show. So I understand next week, Adam, for opening, there's going to be some sort of a, a sale on merchandise. Yes. In the golf shop. Uh, so starting Tuesday and running through Sunday, all in-stock apparel will be 30% off. 
Um, and we will be running a hat special on all hats. Uh, the normal adjustable hats will be, I believe, $15. And the Aussie Sun or the wide brim hats will be 25 uh, So we're expecting all that stuff to fly on out of here with how busy we're looking to be. Um, so come in Tuesday through, I'd come in on Tuesday and guarantee your best shot at the best selection. So once again, 30% off all in stock apparel. Come on in and grab it. Great. Well, thanks, guys. I uh, wanted to keep this short and sweet, just get some information out to the membership. Again, we apologize about the 4Ts issue this morning. Uh, unfortunate that that happened. Uh, we'd look to have that up here soon. At least Adam hopes so. I know. Yes. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Hopefully uh, it goes a little smoother this time. Yeah, here's to a great 2024 season. Good luck. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you.